the night before Zelda. All through the house. Everybody was hyped, even the mice. I saw the reviews. I don't. And I in my kerchief and Chamberlain in his cap <laughs> had just settled down to discuss review scores. Would it be a five out of five or a three out of three? Anyway, uh, yeah. It, well, we'll get to it. Yeah, it's Zelda night, man. Just, just, it's just Zelda remember. Eve. Nintendo always gets at least a 10-point bump because they're Nintendo. I know. I know, but an 86 is still pretty good. Yes, an 86 is still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get, yeah, I mean... It will be at least interesting and worth talking about. Uh, well, yeah, we'll definitely be talking about it next week. Um, you have vacation time. You're going to be knocking this shit out. I did. I, uh, I put in some time at work. I got it granted. And it happened like, a, it's going on like a week and a half after a strike ended. So really, I've been on my back for quite some time. That's okay. <laughs> Must be nice. Just, just relaxing. It is. It is. It's not bad. Um, Super so yeah, this is the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. We talk about video games, sometimes movies. Alex, you seen any awesome movies this week? Not awesome movies, but me and the missus have been, it's her first time, but it's my like fifth time rewatching uh, uh, Justified. Oh. how She uh, loves so- it. Are you still in the first season? Yeah, I haven't seen the first season in like 10 years. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah, Justified it's, is really good. It's worth a whole rewatch. That's like the, the part that Timothy Olyphant was born to play. Yep. No and one I can't wait to see him do it again. He's so cool. Yeah, is it FX? Like, who's what's yeah, the, what streaming City, service is it on? City Primeval should be coming out this summer. Is it like a movie or a series? It's like a six-episode miniseries, I believe, oh. set in oh. Detroit. In spite oh. of Roger Strike, it's still coming out? Man. Oh, they filmed this, like, a year ago. Oh, okay. Raylan Givens in Detroit. Yeah. I'd watch that. Based on, uh, I think, yeah, it's like one of the first Elmore Leonard novels. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah, well, he was originally, like, I wonder if that'll actually work, because he was the TV series character for so long, and Elmore Leonard did not have that many... Raylan Givens books. No. So I imagine the, the the TV character kind of spun out and became his own thing. I don't Very associate much. I know I know Fire in the Hole was an Elmore Leonard story, but um but I associated yeah. the character more with the series than Elmore Leonard. So it'll be interesting to see. Either way, I'll check it out if I can. It's Absolutely. more Raylan Givens. I am so fucking down. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Um Megan is now available on Amazon Prime in Canada for free. You don't have to pay. Which for version? It. Like the unrated um, version or the regular? No, if I, I don't if think I there wanted, is an unrated. there is. No, there is. There is an unrated version. Oh. There's an un, and the thing is, like the unrated version might just have more swears. I don't know that it would actually be the version that had all the murders that were cut for the PG-13 rating. I want that. Well, even then, uh, I gotta say, I was maybe it's just that I went into Megan with pretty low expectations because I'd just seen *Malignant*. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> and I was like, horror movies can be pretty bad. Just gird yourself. And in terms of the writing and the characterization and the performances and the actors, uh, the only thing in the movie that I was like, oh, that's fucking dumb as shit, is there's this one point where a bully is bullying uh, the the little girl that Megan is like assigned to. And Megan lures the kid into the woods, uh, lets him throw her around, pretending like she can't move. 
and then she grabs him by the ear, tells him he needs to learn some manners, rips his ear off, and the kid is like, ah, 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 and Megan stands up and goes, this is the part where you start running. And it's like, really? That didn't feel earned to me. <laughs> Pre-programmed the, quips. Yeah, exactly. That was the only part that I really actually didn't like of Megan, and I was really surprised that I was kind of into it. it like a, This is like a demented robot that wasn't taught ethics um, and is trying to... Uh, you know, maximize her functions. Um, the I wrote down the actors. Hang on, because that was one of the best parts. Okay, do you remember the white girlfriend in Get Out? Yes. Okay, she is the main character in this. Where is it? I don't know, right. That's last. That's She's last the one, one that's like pawning her daughter off on. Well, that's Megan. that's an in, that's an interesting part of the character. Is it's not her daughter. Oh. Uh, oh. The movie okay. opens. Her... The movie opens with this little girl in the car with her parents. And the parents are arguing. The little girl is playing with this uh, next generation Furby that her aunt gave her because her aunt is a uh, is a toy, is a like high end toy designer, and she's playing with the thing and like you feed it on the iPod and then it actually poops pellets or whatever. And the parents are arguing about whether or not it's good for the kid, and then they get into an accident and both parents are killed. Mm. Allison Williams is the aunt. She you know, agreed to take care of the kid if anything happened, but knowing that nothing was ever going to happen, um, she is really focused on her career, and she knows that this Megan project she's been working on is going to be the next thing, but she can't prove it to her boss. Her boss is stand-up comedian Ronnie Chang, who you may have seen. Um, I, I, His stand-up is okay to me, um, but he comes across as, like, really smarmy, even in his stand-up, and he, so he's perfect for the role of her dipshit boss. <laughs> like he just steals every scene he's in as like you can't wait for Megan to be let loose on this guy uh, so he's really good so uh, in order to prove to her boss that the Megan project can work she introduces this little girl who just lost her parents and really needs someone just to be there for her to this little robot who is programmed to give you all the emotional attention you could possibly need and the little girl very quickly falls straight away in love with Megan and, like, is addicted to Megan, can't do anything without Megan, doesn't want to go to school if Megan can't come with. Um, and so by doing this, Allison Williams really just kind of trades away her all of her responsibilities. Like, Megan reads her stories and puts her to bed. Megan makes sure that she brushes her teeth and flushes the toilet because the little girl always forgets to flush the toilet. Uh, all the parenting responsibilities go on to Megan. And as a result, uh, the aunt really doesn't forge any sort of relationship with the little girl and that um that ethical problem is really core to the movie i was really surprised by how solid megan actually is and it's it's a fun show it's a fun show it's pg-13 don't go in expecting you know something amazing but pretty good like pretty good not bad not but bad yeah. It's the future, the, jet, the chat GPT future we have to look for, right there. Yeah. <laughs> except well, no, except shaming you. Except everything Megan said was true. Like there, there's a bit about uh, the aunt keeps on trying to get the girl to uh, to use a coaster, and uh, tries fails, tries fails, tries fails. Now Megan's in the picture, and the aunt says, "Megan, please use a coaster." And little girl goes, "Why?" And then Megan immediately pipes up. Um, if you don't leave, if you don't use a coaster, uh, rings of stains will be left on any wooden surface. And the little girl goes, "Okay, but how does the water get out of the glass onto the table?" 
And the ant goes, I don't know. And Megan goes, actually, it doesn't. It's because of the temperature difference b between uh, the water in the glass and the outside air. The glass itself is colder, so water in the ambient air condenses on it. And the little girl goes, that's crazy. And Megan goes, it's insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Megan has some moments. I was really Condensation, surprised. how does it work? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane, right? <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, it had its moments. Uh, video games. Video, video games. games. Has anyone been playing I, video games? I've been playing one game in particular. What is that? What game have you been playing, Alex? Uh, well, I'm not much of a Star Wars guy, and I was even less of a Jedi game guy, but they nailed it. They yeah. figured out what they wanted to do, and they nailed it with Survivor. And I think there's still room to grow. Oh, absolutely. Um, but specifically the platforming, I think, feels mm -hmm. really good. Just moving around as Cal feels yeah. really good. Go on. Yeah, no, um, Uncharted should have been a Metroidvania, which is yeah. what this is. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that statement, but okay. I think did, did Uncharted, try this Uncharted, Uncharted Metroidvania and see if you're a fucking self. Uncharted is Uncharted a, an action four. movie that you are playing a you know passing part in. That's what Uncharted right. is. But, and that's but fine that for was, that. That was the problem with Uncharted when it came to Uncharted 3 and 4. Uncharted 2 was still blowing us away with how good it was. Uncharted 3 yes. is like, oh, okay. Let's walk down this hallway. Now we're walking down that hallway. Uncharted, if Uncharted had turned Metroidvania in 3, I would still be loving Uncharted today. You kind of yep. got that in Lost Legacy, but Not Uncharted much. 2 is still the best Uncharted. Yes, yep. exa exactly. And by and 3 and 4, linear we action with game. It. I'm um, just saying there's a place for linear action games. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there are. Maybe. It's like, you know, Dead Space, the new Dead Space, I think, nailed it's that linear action. really yeah. well. Um but, uh, yeah, go on, Alex. <laughs> no, it's not the greatest combat. It's still not quite no. Sekiro, but it's nowhere near as yes. punishing and bullshit as Sekiro. But it's yes. better. And the stances are distinct and interesting. Or both, like, you could stick with single yeah, single blade and just have a great time. Or you can I mix it up only or not. You, I think the only one you couldn't play through the whole game with is probably um, the double-bladed saber, the, the staff. Yeah. The Darth Maul. It, just because it does less damage. It does but less damage, but groups. man, it's great for crowd control. Great for groups. Um, have you gotten your uh, your cross card stance, the claymore? I've got my cross card. Yes, it's very nice. It's very nice. It'll put those heavies in their place. Yeah. But um, no, like I love the saloon. Yeah. I don't understand the garden, but I love the garden. Doesn't yeah, really seem to have a point, and maybe that's the point. <laughs> Um, eventually you're going to recruit an NPC that tends the garden and then the garden opens Yeah, I up. have her and she just sort of like is nice. What you want to do is plant one of every type of seed in one plot. Okay. And that will open up all plots. But it takes a while for those seeds to grow. And then once they've all grown, you'll get like a trophy ding. And then you can go back to the garden. All the plots will be open and this section in the back uh, with like a couple items in it will open up. Okay. But yeah, no, like I love the little uh, sort of like hollow battle game where you scan enemies into like this little like hollow board game and you beat opponents and you get not like game changing loot, but just, you know, it's a, it's a little something. I spent like three hours playing it and had a good time. I, it's not an all consuming Gwent, but it's still really nice. It's no, it's it's trial and error. I fucking hated that game because like it's it. not it's not you're you're putting your pieces on a board 
and then you make a move and you can decide whether or not to let the Wookiee win. It's they have these <laughs> items. They have these enemies on the board. Choose which of your collected. You, have, you can scan any enemy you've defeated in the world. And once you've scanned it, it can be used as a piece in the game choose your pieces that you want to put on the board and then they fight and one side wins and one side doesn't that's the strategy of it it is so fucking boring to me i i did the first three and then i just opened up a walkthrough and got the rest of the shit because i was so bored with it i hated it well i didn't wow. hate it but i was fucking bored with it it's nice that it's there it's better than not being there but I it could have been interesting one or two decent strategies that carried me through pretty much every fight and i had a good time uh, yeah, droid decos. Yeah, those are good. Also, that, like, green thing with, like, two arms. It's like a gorilla. Yeah. Really good at drawing fire. Um, I, I love the little fisherman dude. Oh, you got him. Okay. Yeah, Scuba. He's like this yeah. little slug in a mech suit with a mustache. He's tiny. Yeah. He's a character. Catches, like, dude. aquarium with a, fish with for a you. Thick, with a thick Scottish <laughs> accent. God, I love him. I thought it was John DiMaggio. It's not... Yeah, it could have been. He definitely sounds like someone you've heard, eh? Yeah. But no, like I love the cast. I like where it's going. I haven't quite figured out who's going to betray me yet. I'm pretty sure I figured it out, but... But then you go back and forth on that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Cause like, like, it feels, too many it people feels have like, asked me to trust them. Yeah, it, it feels like he's asking a lot of really tactically important questions, but maybe it's nothing. And, and then later on you're like, no, he is my buddy. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait, maybe he set me up the entire time in the first place. Where in the Star Wars timeline do these games take place? Right the after um, Order 66. No. Okay. no. No, no. Order 66 is what happened when Cal was a child. This is years after Order 66. Oh, okay. This specifically happened during the, man- during the timeline of the Mandalorian. Gotcha. So, like, okay. Luke is out there as a young man somewhere. So Vader exists because I've seen videos of oh, Vader, yes. like in oh, the yes. game. Oh yes, yes, Vader okay. exists in the game. And you were all like, you were all running from Vader's flunkies in the last game, and Vader pretty much doesn't appear in this game at all, which is good. Like that's the, fine. The, the enemies they introduce are are cool in like a Naruto villain kind of way. They I don't are. know how else to put it. Like you've met that guy, right? I've liked that guy. I like yeah. this one armed villain. Yeah, this one armed guy who used to be a Jedi. And, like, he's all, sounds like Liam O'Brien or some shit. I don't know. He's doing good work. Yeah. So they've got all these lightsaber styles. Do they have the Count Dooku curved lightsaber hilt style? I don't think uh, so. No. No. Oh, the blaster stance. Ah, oh, fuck, I love it. I've the got amount... high noon on that shit. Having a great time. <laughs> yeah, that, that aspect of the stance is cool. And there's a lot of times when I wish I had blaster stance equipped. But one of the benefits of the crossguard stance is when an enemy shoots at you and you can deflect it, if you do deflect it, it does, with the crossguard, it does the damage of, like, three blaster shots. Oh. And, and it'll just one-shot a thing. Like, it's really, it's very cool. And I think there's a thing where you keep on buffing that skill in the talent tree, and it also does an area of effect that impacts oh. enemies around the enemy that you reflect it to. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the charge-up stun shot. If you haven't uh, tried that yet, see, I did all of the I did all of the bounties for Cage. In fact, I just finished all of Cage's bounties last night, and uh, oh god, it's so fan servicey. I love it, <laughs> so, but I'm not going to spoil what happens. Great, but so so I bought all those all you those fight blaster a boba, shots, don't you? 
I, I'm not saying shit. Mm. Uh, you, uh, <laughs> I bought all those all those blaster variants that Cage sells. I never used any of them. Didn't use one because I'm like, well, but then, oh, but it's only for the charge shot, right? It's not for your regular shots. It's just the charge shot. Okay. Yeah, I never used it. I, I kind really... of hate most of the costumes, but I I do like two or three of them a lot. Uh, you want the bomber jacket? It looks sick. Bomber jacket's sick. I like the Jedi gi. Yeah, but the problem with the Jedi gi and most of the kind of roby attire is that it doesn't actually flow off your legs. It like sticks to your legs as you run, yeah, like a, a bit. pair of pants. Like it just looks dumb. Yeah. And yeah, so there's aspects of Jedi Survivor that aren't triple A in the Uncharted sense at all. Um, the amount of bugs that this latest patch introduced is pretty colossal. Like load oh, times no. got worse. Oh, I'll, what? I'll load into an area and then it will take literally like 20 seconds of sitting there for all the textures and the lighting to come in. And is it running that, on Unreal Engine? I don't know what engine it's on, but I do know that there is no mode without ray tracing. It's all got some low-end ray tracing on it. So the lightsabers look really cool. <laughs> they do look really cool. Yeah, like the lighting effects are pretty good. Um, but the animations aren't quite there. No, the monkey bars animation specifically is rough. Yeah, and <laughs> some some of them just, just really don't feel great. But when a cutscene happens and characters are talking, it looks fucking excellent. Fine, great. Looks great. Um, I, lo- I love that giant evil drill you fought giant evil drill on the desert planet oh god that was so stig asmussen wasn't it mm-hmm. like the yeah like the whole fight is basically i don't you can't quite call it a quick time event it uses the platforming but in a way that it's never been used before right and it's just absolutely fucking exhilarating and cinematic and really bonds you to this other player uh, non-player character you're bumming around the planet with so it smells um, like the old god of wars for just a, a little bit a little oh, bit yeah 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 oh yeah it's a good fucking time jim yeah it's a good time like you i hated put this the on first the one so me much too. me too me you, too you gotta, me too i didn't I, there was a lot i didn't like about it you gotta put this on the game fly and check it out man because it's not soulsy <sighs> at fucking all they fixed it the combat's much better this time <laughs> The only thing that's soulsy is when you die, you go back to a fast travel point. And you, no, lose, you lose one skill point, and you that's can get normal. it back if you just tag the enemy with you your lightsaber. Yeah, that's you that's pretty normal. You don't, you don't lose a skill point. You lose the XP you were gaining towards your next skill point. Any skill right. points you have when you die, you still have. Right. <clears throat> Most Metroidvanias do that now anyway, so I've, I, I guess I've acquiesced that, uh, that point. Yeah, like <laughs> you, uh, you great gotta, map. you got to put this on the game plug. Uh Yeah, the map is really All good. right. I'll put it, it, it shows you exactly where like the platform needs to start, which is very yes. helpful. And it shows you any hallway you haven't gone down, and Ooh. eventually, Alex, you're gonna you probably already have found some, but eventually, you're going to find things that upgrade your map, so that every oh. single chest that you haven't unopened is shown on the map. Every mm. single scannable thing that BD can scan is now shown on the map. Okay, um, that's awesome. I think the only oh, I love like, BD maybe so much. I, there can't be one for forced hairs because I have literally literally collected every single thing in the game. I have done everything in Jedi Fallen Order. There's That's a couple right. of trophies I haven't got because some of the trophies are like damage this many people after you've levitated them in the air or drop kick someone while 
wearing a mullet as Cal, and that's the Roadhouse Trophy. <laughs> that, that, uh, is that real? That's a real trophy. Yay! Um, so yeah, I, I 100% cleared the game, and I'm like, why don't I have all the trophies? So I looked at it, and I'm like, eh, I'm not doing that stuff. I'll do that in New Game Plus. But I now have a 100% buffed Cal with, I think, like 150 skill points. So I have I can do every ability plus 15. Um, and so next time I want to go back to Jedi Survivor, I have a kick-ass New Game Plus save to do. Oh, there's a New Game Plus? Oh, yeah. Oh. You get the red lightsaber. Uh, and the party lightsaber, which I believe changes color every time you draw it. That's, and yeah, I remember there's that. A, there's a perk. The, the New Game Plus perks don't cost any pips to use. And one is like, uh, enemies do massively increase damage, but so does Cal. <laughs> yeah, and there's two others. I forget what they are. That's the one I remember. Yeah, there's New Game Plus. I think it also remixes combat encounters in New Game Plus. But you that have to wear awesome. that pip to have the remix combat encounters. Kobo's a great planet. Kobo was fun. Kobo's the best part of the game. Yeah, they know it. Well, no, I mean, like, in terms of... Um, in terms of that Metroidvania satisfaction. Mm-hmm. But every planet has shit that you have to go back to do. Like, Coruscant is full of shit that you can't do until you unlocked everything in the game, pretty much. I'm, that, that's the way it should be. It's a capital city. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one thing I really loved about the game is, like, whenever there's something you can't do... It's highlighted on the map in red, and that's yes. usually. I was at a point in the game where pretty much I was running into a lot of green screens that I couldn't pass, and sometimes there were guards on the other side. And there was one green screen that showed up as green on the map, and I'm like, "Well, what the fuck?" Oh yeah. There's two stormtroopers there, and they're just kind of like egging me on, like, I "Can't get through the thing," and he's just like, "Well, what the fuck do I do?" You walk up to him, and it's like, "There's no way I'm gonna open this door for you." And I'm like, "Oh, okay," and I. Mind trick him into opening the shield for me. Yeah, there's a there's a there's not. Love that I shit. would. It kind of feels like there's not quite enough people to mind trick, but there are a lot of people to mind trick, and they're usually that standing it... next to a chest. Ah. <laughs> it's really good shit. It is. It's fucking shocking that EA put out two good games, and I'm happy about. Was single player. This year? Single yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Dedicated. Offline, no microtransactions whatsoever. Yeah. Do Shock we know how this weird. sold? It has to have sold insanely well. Uh, Kotaku was pointing out that Amazon was offering ten bucks off like the week it came out. Well, but I okay. also saw that it did really well in the UK. Hmm. It's so a well-reviewed Star Wars game. It's Money in the Bank. I, I think it did better. Yeah. Plus, it came out like just before May Fourth, so. In a pretty big gap too, and there wasn't much around it. They timed it well. Like yeah. if this, and even then, if the, if this isn't like in the conversation for game of the year, I'll eat my hat. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and weirdly, two of my game of the year games so far are fucking EA. <laughs> it's weird. Well, it's it sounds like Blizzard's gonna lose half their staff anyway. So why? Because they're there's a forced return to office. Oh yeah, but that's been going on for a while, and a lot, and they've been hemorrhaging people for a long time, and it's caused them to create a roadmap of all the shit that they can't release this year. Yep. I'm so glad I'm to... not looking forward to Diablo Four. I can't, I cannot wait to see what. What we have to hope for is all the people who don't go back to work just form their own company and make something they should. cool. Ooh. Then oh. they, uh, make another Torchlight Two situation. Ooh, goddamn! Hire go. Jeff. I love I like that. that idea. 
Well, you were enjoying video games. I spent the week like not liking stuff. What? Oh, what, what so have you hated on this week? I, I had to walk away from After Image for mm-hmm. two reasons. One, because... It was too flickery. Well, there's no story movement at all. Mm. Like in the first hour of the game, it says you have to go here. And it shows you this place way off to the east on the map. And then nothing happens story-wise. You're just trying to find your way there. So it's, it's, there's, there's not even story being told through the maps. It's just like you're going here, and then you're going here. Oh. And there's a side quest. And you get some new weapons. And yes, you're getting more powerful. But there's no plot development pulling you forward at all. And it, it doesn't sound like that's important in a Metroidvania, but it is. You have to have, like, Hollow Knight had these wonderful, like, little, little, like, I don't want to say vignettes, but little things that happen that give you insight or, or things you can character. read. Yeah, I mean, you're always meeting somebody interesting to keep you going. And this just, it had none of that. It was, it was like the shell of a Metroidvania, but the inside was just empty. So there's that. That was, like, hindering my enjoyment. And then... I had somehow missed a key pickup and went on way further than I was supposed to without this key pickup, like almost, almost like a sequence break. So I was running into bosses that I had no business fighting because there's lots of other things I didn't do. And I'm getting frustrated because I don't understand what's happening. So I look up you know, the order that you're supposed to find abilities and there's a there's a wall jump that I missed <laughs> like 10 hours ago. So I go back and I get the wall jump and realize that I would need to redo all these areas. You and then I looked at a wall. map to try to figure out where to go and even with the map, I couldn't figure out how to get into where the next area is, the next pickup was. And it was just... It was too much. It felt. It's kind of it, fucked that you were too able much, to miss man. it. That's just yeah. It, it's yeah. It, it it you would think that something like like okay, it's easy to understand how a double jump walls you off from areas, right? Okay, mm-hmm. this jump is too high. I missed the triangle jump. I missed the double jump. Not double jump. The wall jump. We can just stick to the wall and jump again. That mm-hmm. it seems like you should be able to wall off areas pretty easily without that, and it didn't. So, I mean, I put like 20 hours into the game, but it was just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't, I, I didn't know where to go next. And it just, because there was no character or story investment to pull me past this little roadblock, I was like, ah, fuck it. Done with it. Didn't want to play it anymore. Okay. So then I made good on my threat and I played roughly an hour and a half of Redfall. <laughs> and whatever you've heard... It's worse. How is how? Because even the aiming doesn't feel right. First of all, like when you start the game, right? The aiming is way too sensitive for a for a controller. So I I drop the sensitivity down. But then like the acceleration of how you move doesn't feel right. So you have a very difficult time just aiming. And this is beyond the fact that it looks like a mediocre 360 game that has got the uh, Unreal Engine pop in all over the place where the textures don't pop in right away in the map. It's got that everywhere. The enemy designs are stupid. The long-figured vampire things look kind of dumb. The, they just look like you, elves. 
Yeah, it, you finally get to where it opens up, and it's like, well, go here. There's heli- helicopter crashes. Go here. I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's head off to all these helicopter crashes. And in one direction, there's a bunch of humans who kill you. And uh-huh. in, in the other direction you can go, there's a bunch of humans who kill you. So it's like they didn't understand that in an open-world game, there should be not a safe but an easy area to kind of get acclimated to it. And it's, oh, it was just bad. I don't understand how it made it out of testing, how the QA people, if there were any QA people, just kind of greenlit this thing. I don't understand how it came out. Dishonored overcame that because you weren't shooting much. You were using a bunch of abilities that tended to have like animation locks on them where yeah. you activate the ability. This guy's kind of in that area. You rush forward. You complete your you know uh, stealth kill or whatever. And then you use the gun uh, fairly infrequently. There is aiming, but you do everything in Dishonored more slowly. They kind of picked up the pace with Deathloop, and it didn't feel very good. And I've seen people no. do insane shit in Dishonored and Deathloop, but those people were playing with a mouse. Yep. Well, speaking of Dishonored, you know in Dishonored you could walk into just about any alley and there'd be interest, interesting things there. Mm-hmm. Because there was care taken in every nook and cranny of that game. Yeah. And it's like they didn't have... I mean, an open world, quote-unquote, is not going to have that same attention to detail, but it shouldn't just be boring to look at. And I don't... This, this, this either Microsoft made them do this or somebody really Microsoft made them do up. this. It 100% feels like Microsoft made them do it. It doesn't feel like anything just... they've done before. No, it doesn't. It doesn't trade on any of their strengths. Mm-mm. It's so sad. <laughs> I fucking love it. It is. It's it's really it's it's a bad, inexcusably bad game. I don't so... want to know what's happening to freaking avowed. <sighs> I can't well, fucking imagine. I don't know. That's that's the original studio, though, so that might still be good. Maybe. Maybe. Who did Hopefully. Who did Deathloop? Did the original studio did do Deathloop? Deathloop. No, I don't think so. Studio. See, Deathloop, you could at least look at and go, "This looks like an arcane game." This doesn't yeah. even look like an arcane game. Uh, no, Deathloop was arcane, Leon. Hmm. Deathloop feels more like a passion project gone slightly awry. Redfall yes. feels like a homework assignment they didn't want to do. Yes. Well, that's what it looks so, like, at least. Yeah. Okay, so what was um, next? So I, I then I ran through a shooter. I played the next, the last uh, R-Type Final 3. It was good. There's not much to talk about that. It's just a shooter. It's R-Type. Then, yeah, it's R-Type. Yeah, you know exactly how R-Type's going to abuse you. Uh, then I, I emailed you guys. I was like, I'm going to try... Yakuza Like a Dragon. And I meant to. But then I downloaded a different old school RPG that for some reason I'm actually enjoying, in spite mm. of never having played any of the previous ones. Bard's Tale 4. Hey, wow. people love those games. It's it's funny, right? Surprisingly good. Yeah, it's funny, and, and the combat really makes you think. Because... First of all, this this Bard's Tale allows you to actually do normal 3D movement. You're actually walking through environments in the first person exploring. Is it ugly? Yeah, it's an old game. This was a PC game from like five years ago, if not older, that got ported to console. You run into an enemy to start combat, and now it's turn-based combat, and it's grid-based. So the, the 
enemies have like a like a like six squares on their side. You have six squares on your side that you have to move your characters around in. You have characters who want to be in the front row versus the back row. Your bard has to drink to <laughs> use abilities, which makes mm-hmm. it really funny because if you if you drink too much, you get drunk and mm-hmm. can't do certain things. So you have to manage your drunkenness as the bard, which is very funny. But you've it's also the, got like uh, a Don Draper build. Yeah. <laughs> You've, I mean, your warrior is the tank. You've got you've got a thief in there. You've got it's a pretty standard D and D build, but you really need to manage their skills in combat. There's not a ton of combat, but but every encounter requires thought because you don't automatically heal between encounters. You have to manage that attrition between areas by either healing or hopefully finding a save point. So it's it's surprisingly interesting. It's dealing with this whole establishment versus the other races thing, which is very thinly veiled, you know, government versus racism kind of a thing, which is fine. I'm digging the story so far. You've you've got the city or or, or these this these this cadre of bishops have decided that all the elves and dwarves are evil, and they blame them for everything. So you're trying to figure out what's actually happening and figure out how things are being foisted upon the elves and dwarves, which is like, it's kind of stock fantasy, but it's not bad. It's it's surprisingly interesting for being as old as it is and being as uh, traditional, traditional PC, if that's the word. PC is in personal computer, not PC is in PC. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's definitely a computer game that exists on a controller now. But... I don't know. I mean, I put a good three hours into it last night, and it's a little unforgiving, but it lets you save anywhere. So you can see an enemy off the distance. You can save. If you get your ass kicked, fine. Load up your save. Basically, save scum it and change your loadout. So change what you need to do. This is like like turn based. It's turn based. Hundred okay. percent turn based. And we're talking you, like classic dungeon crawler. Yeah, classic dungeon oh. crawler turn based. You have. A specific number of actions you can take per turn that increases as your party increases in number. Um, uh-huh. It started at three, now I have four. But there are other actions like magic doesn't take like opportunity points. They call it. You have four opportunity points, but you have any magic. Magic's a separate meter. If a character has one or two magic points, they can cast spells without using opportunity points. So nice. you, you need to kind of stack your actions. The, the bard drinking doesn't take an opportunity point, so you can get her a little <laughs> drunk. And use one of the bard skills and then still have action points for the rogue to do some damage or for the fighter to basically tank. I, I'm kind of annoyed because the fighter class doesn't do damage. He's totally a tank. And the rogue class is 100% glass cannon. Like, he does a shit ton of damage but has less hit points than the bard. So <laughs> you have to kind of manage these classes in there. And I, I know you can get up to six players in your party. Right now I only have... Uh, three or four, depending on what's going on. So it's going to increase as it goes. So I, I, I wonder how long this will hold on to me, but it's right now, at this specific moment, when I was kind of pissy about video games this week, Bard's still four held by interest. I, I, really I This has to run on the deck. I might check this out. It's not bad. The, mm. It's got a lot of really good music in it. Oh, you which, just sold you know, Alex. For a Bard still game, credit. makes sense. Yeah, no, it's it was reviewed well, and then this is the director's cut, which came out I think a year ago, which they fixed a bunch of stuff before it came out on console. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's also really fucking long, so who knows if I'm gonna get through it all? But it's like forty, fifty hours, if not more. 
what's next Jeez, after okay. uh, after Bardsdale? Uh what shipped? Well, see, I'm not planning on buying Zelda, and I was honestly kind of gonna like hand wave it, but it shipped on GameFly. Uh-oh. So that, and then um, Bramble, the Mountain King. What the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. No um, idea. But no, Zelda is on its way here. So I will dust off my Switch, which honestly hasn't been turned on in a long time, to see if the Zelda is, you know, a 97. If it is a Zelda- how, how well are we Zeldaing? <sighs> Bramble, Bramble the Mountain King is 97% on Google. Uh, five stars on Steam. Metacritic. It looked Bramble 79, the Mountain King. 79 on Metacritic. Yeah, see, it, it looked kind of... Uh, oh, I know why I looked at it. It looked kind of limbo-y. Like short oh. one or two shot kind of 2D action adventurous thing. Like three, four hours long. That's why I, I, I grabbed it. Because it looks enjoyable in the limbo slash brothers way I'm fine with short games like that so you'll be able to talk about Zelda next week probably I probably will or if I just play Bramble or depends depends how much freaking uh, how much more Bard there is to do yeah Bard's Tale 4 holds my interest I'm just I'm blown away that this old PC game is actually like holding my attention I was in a bad mood this week so I was like ah everything sucks but you know you know how it is everything does suck but you know what doesn't suck what does Dying, it suck? Dying Light 2 on the Steam Deck. I just popped it really? in to see how it will run at 30 frames at high settings. It's solid. Wow. I did not expect that. But is the game any better? Are you enjoying it? It's still it more Dying Light 2. First time? <laughs> but, and I might appreciate it on a long plane ride. Okay. I certainly have. I'm having a fucking blast with Dead Island, which runs at a flawless 60 frames, jacked Ooh. all the way up on the Steam Deck. That's still a good time. That is still shocking to me. Yes, I am having more fun with Dead Island than Dying Light 2. Yeah, that makes it sense. Sucks. It's like Dead Island is is less in every direction compared to what Dying Light 2 does, but somehow Dead Island is just funner. Yeah. It doesn't so need to get sick. any more complicated than just slicing off zombies and get loot. But I love like, Dying out. Light 1 was the sweet fucking spot, man. It was the best of both worlds. It was awesome platforming and awesome zombie slaying. I wish I liked the DLC. Yeah, no, I never yeah. even tried the DLC for Dying Light. It it's had there. It's like DLC. 30 hours of content, and I just, yeah. I don't know. There's a ton of it. My Dying Light 2 is just so deathly serious. On top yeah. of all its other issues. It's so yeah. fucking dumb. It's so fucking dumb. It has some good <laughs> cutscenes, though. I remember Great the, guys, yeah. the guys in the elevator were a good cutscene. But hey, you know what sucks about society? Mm. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really, just daring to say that everybody sucks. Wow, great point. Great, <laughs> very, very, very true. <laughs> you can be both so too, yeah, too lazy been... or too authoritarian. Can you believe that shit? Uh, why am I hearing that? Chance, what have you been playing besides Overwatch. finishing up all of Jedi Survivor? Jedi and Overwatch, and then I haven't been cutting any videos. Um, and I've been complaining on forums a lot about mm-hmm. I am I am fucking sick of fighting grandmasters. Every single game. Every single fucking game. This week, uh, me and Chris were the target dummy for the current number one rated console DPS player in North America. Good. Not top 500 or top 100 or top 10 or top 5. The number one. And, like, there was nothing we could do. This guy just 
destroyed us on Widowmaker with a mouse. Um, but so I'm, I'm complaining about the matchmaking, the matchmaking, the matchmaking. And then I'm having a conversation on a forum today. I think it was the Penny Arcade forum. And I point out that here's, here's a video called Nice Pocket. I put it up last night. It's 46 seconds long. Did you make um, that uh, like cover image on that? No, one, by the way, no, I stole that. I stole that off Google. So oh, someone okay. used that on one of their things, and now my little nothing channel is just <laughs> taking advantage okay. of it. It was um, a good image. I didn't know if you made it or not. I was trying to give credit. No, <laughs> no but it's, it's absolutely the perfect image. And in it, um, we're we're losing this game, and we were going to lose this game anyway because we we backfilled in at the end of round one, and everybody except our team's life weaver had left. And it quickly becomes clear why the rest of the team left. It's because the Life Weaver isn't playing. He's just running around in the background. And he's, sh he's shooting to make sure that he hits nothing. He is specifically never healing anyone. Um, and he incidentally heals himself sometimes when he dodges. So he's absolutely throwing the game. So there's nothing that we can do about this. Meanwhile, the enemy team is still trying their balls off. And uh, the enemy in the video is a McCree called, or a Cassidy called Hitscan. And as soon as I saw the name, I was like, that's a, that's a name that's taking itself pretty seriously. Let's look. And I looked. He's Grandmaster 1. He's the highest rank of Grandmaster. So it might, might be a current top 500, but either way, he is the highest uh, rank you can get in the game. And he's being pocketed by a Mercy, which means he's constantly being healed and or damage buffed. And the video is just two clips of me going up against this Cassidy and absolutely destroying him. And I don't have a pocket. I don't have a healer with me. He did. And I kicked the fuck out of this guy. And you didn't kill the Mercy first, I noticed. You went right uh, for him. Yeah, because he's a larger hitbox. He doesn't. He's not flying around. And ah. as I'm trying to deal with the Mercy, he could just a, a damage boosted headshot would instantly kill me. Hmm. Okay. So he's so definitely go for him first in that situation. Yeah. Um. So it occurred to me, and I put on the forums today that maybe it's possible if this guy's Grandmaster One, maybe I am as good as an Overwatch Two Grandmaster One. If that's true, the gulf of ability at the level Grandmaster One is as big as the difference between an Overwatch One Gold and an Overwatch One Grandmaster. And all of those players are now up there in the Grandmaster uh, matchmaking rating. It's possible that the Grandmaster label or level has just widened. Yeah, and been to include severe, all of these people. To include millions upon millions of free accounts that are maybe no longer active at all. Yeah. Um, and they are just filling up the lower levels, and the entirety of the Overwatch 1 population are now all considered Grandmasters or something. Which is not true, because my brother is still silver. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I did, get a, I did get a hate mail bag this week. Ooh. Um, we're fighting on uh, Oasis, I think it was. Oasis? Yeah, I think it was Oasis. And uh, they had a Pharah. And I managed to get the Pharah and make sure that the Mercy didn't res it. And then I spawn camp the Pharah twice. And a Pharah, <laughs> and a Pharah can jet up 50 feet into the air where it's really hard for a little tracer to kill her. And all she's got to do is hit me twice with those rockets and I'm dead. Or once if she's damage boosted. Uh, so I think it was fairly in her favor, the matchup, although I got the jump on her every time. And then the Pharah uh, takes the time to write, you are stupid, tracer. <laughs> and wow, then... 
and then something censored, but it was five characters long. Whatever could he have said? Well, I, I, I have some options, the, but the I don't worst read possible it. thing is six characters. Five. Hmm. F U C K E R. That's six. No, 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 no. no. Fuck it's, oh. B I T B I T C H. There, B-I-T- that could be B I T C H or P U S S Y. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are the like only that. ones with five that I could think of, and it's, it's you know, I hate I hate to think that it's, that those came for, that those the idea that it could be those came from me. I kind of wish I could just see it, but a lot of people are complaining that like Overwatch chat doesn't censor the N word apparently. Oh, okay. it censored whatever what? this guy called me, but it doesn't censor the N word. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a problem. That's fucked up. That sounds like more than an oversight. That could <laughs> sounds like intentional. Yeah, like what? What are all the bad words we could use? Well, not the worst one. Because there's no one that's ever complained about that. I'm sure. Gamers aren't racist. No, I'm sure there there wasn't a, a certain <laughs> subset of players that might be feel singled out by that word and have complained about them directly, and I'm sure they got right on that. I'm sure that happened. Yeah, let's get away from this. I think, yeah, yeah, this is getting gross. Yeah, yeah. Headlines. In entertainment news, Good Omens Season 2 will premiere July 28th on Amazon Prime. That is original. There is no book. Yeah, but but, uh, Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman signed off on it. Neil Gaiman, I think, helped co-write it. Like, it was like what they were going to do, but never did. Hmm. Which Isn't uh, Neil Gaiman, like, really old? Yes, yeah. he is. And very divorced and bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a 30-year-old British man, Andrew Haig, has been sentenced to life in prison after beating his 50-year-old neighbor to death with a bag of Pokemon cards. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, apparently the cards were in tins. It was a bag full of t- tins with cards in them. It's and probably then just bulk. We buy that for ten, him, 10 bucks per thousand. <laughs> he subdued him with the bag and then used something else to finish the job. And he thought that he was doing the ethical thing by mercy killing the guy once he ethical. had beaten him so badly with the... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well, apparently the guy has like a history of being just a violent douche. You don't That's say. Real the guy who murdered a guy with a bag. Well, okay, apparently it was because the guy called him a nonce, and I thought nonce meant idiot. It does. Apparently, yeah. apparently nonce means pedophile Oh, in British, what? in British slang. I didn't know that. I, I swear I've heard it as like... You're, you're a dumbass. That's yeah. what I thought yeah. it meant. Yeah, as a dumbass. That's what I thought. So maybe the guy just didn't know, but it reminded me, <clears throat> years ago when I was like 19 years old, I was playing World of Warcraft, and I got myself a little World of Warcraft girlfriend. Uh, she was going to college in the States, but she was British, so she said. And one day <laughs> she she got pissed at me and she called me a Gert. <laughs> which I had no never reaction heard that to. One before. Never yeah, I've never heard that before. Because I've never heard that word used in any fucking capacity. And in fact, let's go let's go put yeah, no, uh Gert uh Urban G U R T G I R T uh, well, okay, Urban Dictionary does not use the same uh, definition that she used, but she called me a Gert and then profusely apologized for like the next half hour. And I was eventually like, look, you either got to tell me what it means so I understand what you're so upset about that you called me this thing, or you got to let it go because I don't care. 
I don't know what that word means. It means yeah, nothing I, to me. Can we just move on? And it's blowing off my back. Let it go. <laughs> apparently, no. Apparently, a girt is someone who fucks his sister. Mm. According to this internet girlfriend I had when I was 19. Oh, so a Kentuckian. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, well, there's lots of synonyms in, or there's lots of definitions here. That's the problem with urban dictionaries. There's one at the top, and then there's like 20 other things that this word could mean. Yep. Gert is the god of Gertism, a religion which originated in a Roblox community and is now known abroad. He is the oh, creator of the Eggverse. Okay, moving on. The more I hear about Roblox, the more it freaks me out. Yeah, we're old. I don't need to know about it. Mm-hmm. Carl Urban is in line to play Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. okay. On the one hand, I'll watch anything with Carl Urban in it. I love Carl Urban, but I have never seen him do martial arts, ever. He doesn't do that. He makes cool speeches and holds and he guns. Shoots. Yeah, and he holds guns and looks cool holding guns. Uh, filming of the second season of Lord of the Rings Rings of Power is going ahead despite the writer's strike. That's kind of weird. You'd think the directors would... Are, are you suggesting that Amazon is anti-union in some way? <laughs> <laughs> the devil, you say. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of amazed they're going ahead with that because, like, what was the percentage? Like, 75% didn't finish the season? It was a lot. Most of the people that started Ringles of Power did not finish it. It was like 33 finished, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm thrilled that we're going to get a second season. I hope it's as good as the first one. I thought the first season was fucking awesome. And I won't hear any ill words about Rings of Power. I am Love glad you enjoyed it. I, I made it halfway it. through the first episode. Halfway. Oh, man, you didn't even see her dive off the boat and swim and start swimming back to Middle Earth. Across Keep the ocean. Mind, across the ocean, Galadriel. Anyway. My, my, my attention is very limited to the things, so that should not be a indictment of the product. Or Ooh, my Tart- problem. Gendy Tartakovsky has a new thing out. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's... The, it's, more, it's this show yeah. that he's had in mind for like 20 years apparently and was never able to get off the ground. And it's about this like ancient wizard who puts the souls of these mystical warriors into an immortal robot, into an immortal time-traveling robot. And then the robot travels through time and summons the souls to, to fight this immortal evil. It's called Unicorn. Yeah, it's called Unicorn for some reason. But yeah, it might be. I don't know. I'll check it out because okay. it's candy. But yep. Uh, in Overwatch news, there's a new Star Watch event on the old Horizon map, and it's pretty meh. Mm-hmm. It turns it in turn in, instead of a two capture point map, it turns it into a four capture point map, and the defenders have turrets and shit. And you have very specific uh, characters that you can play on each side. Um, I'm really disappointed with it. I'm like, God, you guys could have given us a new character instead of this or something. I'm like, God. Anyway, uh, they buffed the shit out of Junker Queen this week. Like, they really did. They upped her ammo. Uh, I think they lowered a cooldown. They increased the hitbox size on her knife when she throws it. Mm. When she throws the knife or hits you with her axe or does her ultimate, it causes wound damage. That's damage over time. They almost doubled the amount of healing that she gets back when she does damage over time. I think it's like two times as much. She gets two times as much health back as she inflicted on the enemy with the wound. Um, so Junker Queen is fucking OP right now. You're seeing her everywhere and she is really, really hard to kill. She's healing herself 100% of the time. Uh, 
Electronic Arts says they're investigating an issue in which Jedi Survivor players are losing their pre-order and deluxe edition items. <laughs> yeah, that's like the... Yeah, that game really got buggier with that last patch, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't like, noticed. Have you had any crashes? Like, I've had... I probably I had, had a single crash. I probably had, like, a half dozen. I... Probably I, a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dragon I'm, I'm Age... Rescuing, I'm rescuing Z, and I've never seen a glitch. That's still fairly early. That's still fairly early. God oh, damn. wait, no, Z, Z got kidnapped. Okay, that's, yeah. uh, you're about a third of the way. Maybe, maybe a third. Wow. One, th- one third. Okay, maybe. shit. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any of like the uh, grappling hook upgrades. Oh, yeah. like And, man, you are going to be like 25 hours into this game and you're still going to see red doors and shit and things that you can't interact with. And you're like, what the fuck do I need <laughs> to open God this damn. fucking chest? Yeah, that's so it takes... 150 a- gigs. Yeah, it takes a while to get all that shit. 150 gig? The fuck yep. you say? Oh, yeah. yeah. 153. That's big. Wow. I'm never playing this on the Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Breath of the Wild was like 26. Or no, sorry, Tears, Tears of the well, Kingdom was like 26 gigs. I believe That's it. texture. Yeah. Thing. The Switch doesn't have high-res textures on it. You can't do it. It's just not a thing, so. Uh... Dragon Age Dreadwolf won't release until April 2023, the earliest according to an EA release schedule for the current fiscal year, which doesn't 2024? Yeah, 2024. Pardon me. Yeah. April, April next year. Because it's not on there for the entire current fiscal. Man, I just want one more good game from Bioware. We can, we can just take our time here. Uh, I don't know, man. When was the last good game from Bioware? Personally, I would say Mass Effect 2. I even my many 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 Thanksgivings with the ending, I still say Andromeda and three were very good games. Andromeda was not. Three was not. Three was three's fantastic. Three was fine, but it wasn't as good as two. Well, no, but two is okay. Almost maybe three. Maybe maybe three was a great game. So they haven't done a great game since three, since Mass Effect three. Which Dragon Age games came after Mass Effect three? Any of them? Wait, well, actually, wait, wait, wait. Inquisition's great. Inquisition yeah. was okay. Uh, and I, I'm yeah, going to okay. go with it. I played it enough times where I'm going to call it great. Yeah, okay. Inquisition was okay. But yeah, man. Andromeda. It sucked. Okay, so really, the and, only Andromeda thing they've suck, done... But it was disappointing. It, it sucked in a lot yes. of ways. Not in combat. Uh, no, the combat was great. Combat's fucking awesome. And the character building? Mwah. Yeah. Just uh, don't it, talk. <laughs> no, talking was... Okay. Yeah. Talking was Liam sucked. But I liked his couch. <laughs> I, I loved how you helped him move his couch. The thing is, Bioware was Bioware's strength was its writers. Yep. And it sounds like Andromeda Yeah, and Andromeda proved that that went away. Mm-hmm. So unless they got some new really heavy hitters in, eh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't have much no, faith in company. <clears throat> A performance mode for Plague Tale Requiem is now available on PlayStation 5 and Series X. I don't remember it being an issue before. No, like it was, Plague Tale is a visual spectacle. A cinematic, you know, watch this wave of rats come at you. Uh, Team Cherry officially delayed Silksong this week. Quote, we had planned to release in the first half of 2023, but development is still continuing. We're excited by how the game is shaping up, and it's gotten quite big, so we want to take the time to make the game as good as we can. Expect more details from us once we get closer to release. Silk Song update. Enjoy that until next year. That is our one year update. 
Yeah, and the fact that they didn't give like any sort of window, we're now hoping to get it out in the first half of 2024 or the second half of 2024, like anything. It could be another three years. (laughs) It's very possible they cracked under the pressure. I don't know about that. Um, weren't wasn't this one of those teams that's particularly proud? Like they don't permit burnout, they don't crunch. I mean, I I don't know. I Who knows how were. long it took them to plan Polonite? Maybe ten, fifteen years. Mm, fair enough. This is only their second game. Yeah, it, and it was supposed it, to be DLC. And it's been like six years, right? It's been more. So there are kids could have played this, played Hollow Knight in junior high. The sequel won't come out till they're in college. If you were in college when you played Hollow Knight, you're currently now like worried yep, about buying years. a house <laughs> and working in your shitty job, wow. unless you're a doctor. Uh, an open beta for Street Fighter VI will run from May 19th to the 21st with, quote, access to multiple, multiple modes and eight characters. Ryu, Ken, Guile, Luke, Chun-Li, Jamie, Jury, and Kimberly. So I'm going Chamber. to miss this entire beta because I'm going to be out of town oh. that weekend. With my wife, we're, we found a renaissance fair near Nashville we're going to go to. So we're taking the weekend off. We're heading out there. Oh, also, I'm going on my honeymoon on June 18th. Hey, oh. congratulations. Yeah, we're going to the oh, DR. What's the DR? Dominican Republic. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All-inclusive resort. Ooh, for how long? For five days. Oh, man. Nice. Mm-hmm. Leaving on so, Thursday, I think, and getting back Sunday. There you go. Yep. One uh, one piece of Street Fighter news I found out: the the uh, the move lists for characters have been released. If they actually let some YouTubers go through and record the move lists, record and a number of characters. Punch for a fireball? What? No. Well, there's there's been changes for some characters, specifically Chun Li, E Honda, and Blanca. Okay. They had mash moves. Right? Yeah. Chun Li yeah. had the kick, Ihan had the punch, and Block had electricity. Yeah. They're not mash moves anymore. Okay. Quarter circle punch or kick for those moves. What? Man. No, it's That's it's, what allowed me to play Chun Li. <laughs> there's there's good and bad with that. It's it is frankly, it is much easier to perform those moves. But they're not as good as they were before. So Blanca's electricity was 100% safe on block in four and I think in five. Same thing with lightning legs and uh head slap. If you try it and you get blocked, you're not going to get punished for it. And that's yeah. to balance the fact that you have to mash this thing out. Now, quarter circle forward and punch for, you know, hundred head slap for E Honda, it's probably not safe anymore. So if you block it, you're going to get punished for it. Well, not only that, so but the longer you mash the button, the longer the moves continue. Well, you hold it. Now you can hold it. Oh, if you okay. do quarter circle forward punch for electricity and you hold it, he'll just sit there on electricity doing it. Oh, okay. okay. But you're still vulnerable to a sweep to get mm. kicked out of it. So it's an interesting change. It's something that I asked for. God, when Street Fighter 4 came out, I never... There's a specific technique to get it out right. It's a slide move where you kind of like slide your finger back mm-hmm. and forth to get the last input on fierce because it takes five inputs in a specific amount of time to get the mashed move to come out. Oh. So if you slid from MP, HP, and then LP, MP, HP again, like real quick on the on a stick, you would get it out and it would be the H, uh, heavy punch version of the punch or the electricity. And if you could do the slide consistently, you're, it's really good. 
I never got really good with that consistently. So I'm like, hey, it's a command now. I'm down. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Um, and to celebrate this, I pr- finally purchased myself a Blanca Chan doll. It will be here in like a week or two. I will send you pictures of my Blanca Chan stuffed animal. Okay. <laughs> Is it a Squishmallow? I want to see it. Uh, no, it's, it's somebody else making it. It's licensed by Capcom, but it's not a Squishmallow. It's something else. Mm. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is currently at 96% on Metacritic with 86 reviews. That's a lot of reviews. I'm not surprised by those reviews at all. I'm not. I was expecting like a 94. 96 is high. Where? Eurogamer went back to a star system. They're now, they used to be out of 10. What? Now they're out of, uh, then they were just recommended or not recommended or essential. And now it's, uh, now it's five stars. And uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom got four. They did it just before the Tears of the Kingdom review came out. Has anything gotten five stars? Or is this the Famitsu Perfect review where nothing gets it? I don't know, but this is the first uh, This is the first one they've ever done with the star review. Now they're stars. Oh, oh. They first, just, literally like, years, the first one. Okay. Years ago they were out of ten. Then they were essential or, or not recommended or recommended. And now it's out of stars. And like all the reasons that they went to the recommended level... We're just because because out of ten, just you know, you, that that gets you sevens and that gets you sixes, and so this yeah. is an eight, <laughs> you know, and so people just look at that and that's all they care about and they don't read the review and get the they don't read the review, yeah. It's I know it, it being almost universally positive does not surprise me. It's a Zelda oh. game. Yeah, it's it's if it's a Mario or a Zelda game. Um, or even Kirby. Well, no, maybe Kirby isn't immune to it. Uh, certainly Metroid generally tends to get pretty inflated reviews. Not always. There have been bad Metroid games. Other M was bad. Did it, did it review badly? I think it did. Yeah. I never played Other M. I don't like it did with, with, did with Samus as a character. No one did. Oh, no. but, that, but that wasn't a Nintendo game. Oh, 8.5 for my jam for Other M. Uh, hang on, Metacritic. Who was that? that, 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 that was that Ninja like, Theory? Yeah, I think, no, it was Team, wasn't it Team Ninja? It was the guys who did uh, Yeah, yeah, you're uh, right, it's Ninja Team Ninja, Gaiden. not Ninja Theory. Yeah, yeah, it's Team Ninja. I never, yeah, I never, Ninja. I never played that. I, no, 79. I'm not going to use my equipment until my boss tells me I can. Yeah, fuck that. Samus <laughs> oh, is like Boba Fett. She does what she pleases. <laughs> 79 on Metacritic for Metroid Yeah, Other so that's... And that was a bad Metroid game, but it still got 79. So, yeah. The, the, the 10 point. Wild. Oh, Breath I'm of the assuming... Wild is a 97, so Tears of the Kingdom is a profound disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you have preloaded on your Switch. You're, 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 uh, you're ready to I go? Do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Apparently, it'll unlock at 11 o'clock tonight. We'll see how I'm feeling. Weirdly enough, I fell asleep super early last night and woke up almost an hour before my alarm this morning. So, by the time it comes to release, I might be like, I'm old. I'm going to watch some cartoons. I know cartoons how that feels. Yeah. I would not I got, mind I some to, sleep, I'll tell you what. I'll have some time to play it. But it, uh, given that I have tomorrow off, today is technically my Friday. So, it might be like a pizza and movie night. And then Ooh. by the time the movie's over, it's Zelda time. And pizza has been had. See, pizza movie, I'd fall asleep immediately afterwards. I'm also a fan of movie Chinese. Oh, none of the Chinese, all the Chinese stores took themselves off uh, DoorDash. What? 
I know, like, like I could get like if it's like mall Chinese food, I could get that. But who fucking you, wants that? No. The best I can do is uh, there's a nice Korean barbecue, which is wonderful. Ooh. Like it's really really good, but you have to ha- be craving that certain style, and that is not the Chinese food flavor at all. It's a very different thing. Sometimes you're craving lasagna. Sometimes you're craving pizza. Sometimes you're craving Chinese, and I can never answer that Chinese food craving these days. It's really disappointing. Used to be There's no crazy. good frozen Chinese food. Um, uh, no. I've had some good hibo- frozen hibachi chicken, but nothing Chinese. I've had I've had really good dim sum that oh, okay. uh, they sell in the frozen food aisle, but I've never had like you know really good um, ginger beef or anything like that. No. No. I would love. I would love a good frozen beef lo mein. I it think, must be possible. I, know, I think the frozen part of it messes with the texture of the beef. Yeah, and the noodles. There's, yeah. there's a, um, there's actually a ginger beef. I forget what the company that does it, but the ginger beef is specifically not breaded. And whatever mm. they do with the beef is like if you've ever had like Subway's brisket, it's yeah. really tender. It's yeah. not normal how tender it is. Like they've done something <laughs> to this meat. Chemicals. That's the way, yeah, that that's that's how tender this uh, uh, this ginger beef is, and it's tasty as shit. And because the beef is so tender, it just goes down really smooth, and you feel not too bad about eating it because it has a bunch of you know peppers and uh, on, onions in there and rice. So you know you're not you're not eating too poorly if you have one of these things. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I'd like a. There are great Chinese. There were great Chinese restaurants out there. Maybe the pandemic killed them all in my town. I don't know. Ooh. Well, the big ones are still up. Like Winnipeg Marigolds is still up. Shit like that. Yeah, they there's a place there, called though. Panda Garden near us. That's just everything they do is just like ten percent better than every other Chinese restaurant around us. Oh wow! Always go out of our way to get it. Fuck, it's so that's, good. That is a precious place to have, man. The, the best crab rangoons. You gotta go. Oh. I've never had crab rangoon. Oh, you must. Good crab rangoons is really good. Bad crab rangoons is like, what are you doing? They're like it's chewy. Just, it's crab rangoons should be crisp. Yeah, it could be crisp. You know, mm. not chewy. And, well, anyway. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Yeah, oh God, I would love some Chinese. I think one of the most disappointing food experiences of my life was a crab cake. <sighs> I can it was, see that. You know, it was done up. And fried on all sides and everything, but you couldn't pick it up and put it in your mouth. But you had to it eat it with a fork. Yeah, it just yeah. fell apart. And I was like, "That's yeah, not no, what I expected no. at all." It's like eating beef That's carpaccio nice. or something. Like, I'm shocked, shocked by this. I I don't know. For seafood, I prefer just plain boiled seafood or grilled. Just, just give me lobster tail. That's what we did for New Year's at my mom's house. We just like boiled lobster tails. It was amazing. Mm. No, it was good. It was really good. She made me do it, too. She's like, I paid too much for this. You cook it. I I like what little... I haven't had lobster much, but I did quite enjoy what little limit I had. But for me, seafood begins and ends with shrimp and sometimes, sometimes scallops. But shrimp is the only truly delicious thing that comes out of the sea for me. Any kind of... Oh, no, you know what? I'll have some calamari. That'll be fine. Uh, Any animal that can think... is, Is when you're cooking them on the grill... You can overcook them by literally fifteen seconds. So yeah. easily, so easily. Like you and now it's chewy and gross. 
You got to take them off just as soon as the translucency goes away. Yeah. Uh. And then let it cook itself the rest of the way. Otherwise, you're going to overcook it. It's yeah. nerve wracking. I just did a, uh, what's it, an olive oil uh, Montreal rub and some chicken breast tonight. So good. Ooh. I can't God. do fish, any variety of fish. And about, really? every ten, about every 10 years, I'll try. And usually Not- after I watch Julia and Julia. Not even salmon? <laughs> no, I'll tr- again, I'll try. Like any like mm. smoked salmon on a bagel? No, no, just fucking oh, grosses me out. See, and then and then I watch how much Meryl Streep enjoys the butter fried fish in Julie and Julia, and I'm like, there's got to be something to this. So I'll try fish again sometime in the next year and just be like, nope. Uh, see, the the best sandwich I've ever had. I was in Hawaii. Okay. And I had like a it was a tuna cooked blue, so just like grilled and then raw on the inside uh-huh. on a brioche. With just like a little sauce on there and some lettuce, it was amazing. But they probably I, caught I, it that day. I mean, I it was fresh, some fancy tuna. Oh, I know. Oh. Okay, there, there is one exception. One of the comfort meals that my mom would make when I was a kid, and I can still make the recipe just perfectly, is uh, Campbell's tomato soup with salmon sandwiches. And yeah, the salmon, good. okay, the salmon yeah. is like is like canned salmon. That's you fine. Put that, you put that in a bowl. You put about as much mayonnaise as salmon into the bowl. Uh, some onions, some pickles, salt and pepper. Mix it up. Yeah. Oh, and some celery. Mix it up. And put that just between two layers of white bread, maybe with some uh, uh, margarine on it, maybe with some uh, lettuce. You got to toast it. that bread, though. You got to no. toast that bread. No. No? no the, mm. the, sandwich is, the sandwich is cold. Specifically cold. Oh. The, the soup is hot. And hmm, okay. uh, so, like, yeah, um, uh, saltines in the soup. Yeah, that's the only fish I will ever enjoy. It's because it tastes like childhood. <laughs> I, I do not turn down soup and crackers. I'll never be. It's been so that. long, though, and I started, now that I'm old, I can, if I eat something with a lot of salt in it, I can tell. Like, I can feel it in my body <laughs> that, I've just eaten, like, <laughs> that I've just eaten a ton of fried chicken and my sodium level has just gone through the roof. Uh, you um, feel dehydrated. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I got and the pork so, sweats. And so now when I eat a Campbell's soup, I'm like, oh, my God. So much salt in me. Yeah. So I just kind of stopped eating it. Yeah. Too much burrito. <laughs> oh, God. What's the word for it? Okay, corpulence. You know what corpulence Corp- means? Or corpulent is? Yeah. No. Alex, do you, what is it? Mr. Creosote would be corpulent. What's Mr. Creosote? From um, The Meaning of Life, The Man Who Explodes. Oh. Um, I don't remember that at all. But corpulent it is but is... wafer thin. <laughs> Just corpulent. one more thin wafer. One more wafer. Okay, that, that might be accurate. Then. Yeah, corporate, uh, corpulence is the sickness you feel after eating too much. Okay, yeah, because he actually explodes. Uh, word for the smell after it rains. I heard this. Oh yeah, petrichor. Petri- yep. petrichor. Yep. There should be a word for that because it's such an interesting, distinct smell. It's lovely. Yeah, it's called pet- petrichor. Where did I learn that this week? It might have I been, don't know. I, I, word of day no, calendar. I, no, I was. <laughs> I think. I think it was uh, the Amber. Remember, I read that book called "Something's Happened." You won't believe what happened to Lacey by Amber Ruffin yeah. and her sister. They have a podcast. There's only three episodes, but I listen to all three, and I think that's where I heard it. God, Lacey's been through some fucking shit. Yes, it's the, it's but, the tiny chairs that piss me off the most. 
but she's she's a really interesting character on the podcast because uh, she's uh, her and her and her sister just have a wonderful shorthand. They make each other yeah. laugh constantly, and um, and the more you learn about her, kind of the more interesting she is. Like she's a bodybuilder. She's what? apparently like five foot three and a little blo- and a little bodybuilder. That's and she, awesome. And, yeah, and and uh, um, <clears throat> Amber is like Amber is like super high pitched and really kind of like this. And her sister is like, you don't fuck with me. <laughs> like <laughs> has a much has a much deeper voice, but they yeah they crack each other up. It's really good. Oh well, my boss is racist. Got to find a different job. <laughs> well, that's that, not... that was a really stressful fucking. That part. was the book. Yeah, I mean that was okay. I think it was stressful. Specifically for us as white guys to read that. Oh yeah, no, it was it was awful. It was fucking. I think black. Awful. I think black people could just laugh at it about how fucking dumb white people are, but no. to read it as a white person, you. Uh, it's hard not to see yourself in the people who pulled that shit on Lacey. That and it's like, has this happened around me, and I've just been fucking blind. That's right. Or have I, or have I asked one of these questions and not realized how offensive it is, or something like that? So I think it's good. For, it's good for white folks to read that book, like see yourself in that book, ah, and maybe address that shit within yourself. I, uh, mm. I live in the South now. I'm sure it happens all the time. But not if you read the book. Mm. Man, if half the shit Lazy described happened in places I've worked, you could hear a fucking pin drop. I know that much. Hmm. Okay, that's good. But you're like, like northern the, the, south. The, yeah, no, like, Jesus. Like that one chef that worked at her, at her old folks' home was like, "There's too many black people here. We got, we got, we got to just you know start over, just rehire." <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, was was that the story about how they, um, they investigated and they found no, uh, they found no problems. No, but... they ended up getting rid of that guy, but like. <laughs> Yeah, but but then Lacey was like, but but how could no one say there had been a problem when I did an interview with you and said there was a problem? And then the person who ran the company turned to the person who was doing the audit like, what the fuck? Was that that was that was that story in that book? I don't know. Some of them run together, but yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. It's it's been years since I read it, but yeah, Uh, we're talking about the book. You won't believe what happened to Lacey by uh, Amber Ruffin, and I forget Lacey's last name. But Amber Ruffin and her sister Lacey. Yeah, it'll keep you up at night. <sighs> and that's all I got. I'm hyped that's for Zelda. I got too. Yeah, well, 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 happy Zelda Eve. Yeah. For all that observe. Yeah, for all for all that observe that religious. I apparently have two thirds of fucking uh, Jedi Survivor ahead of me. That's wow. You got it. Yeah, you got some trials ahead of you, son. Mm-hmm. Oh, did she did you did you beat the Rancor? I have beat a Rancor. Okay, that was a hard fuck, fucking fight. Yeah, eh? no, it is, you just yeah. jump over the shockwave once you see. I so know. Obvious. If only someone, if only <laughs> someone had told you me that. You're done. I know. Thank you for thank you for lying on the tripwire, Chance. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the beauty when at least two of us are playing the same game at the same time. We get to mm-hmm. laugh like that. <laughs> We have to make an endeavor to all play Spider-Man 2 this year at the same time. I think we will. I don't I think that'll so. be a problem. Yeah. I can't imagine it being any less than excellent. I really oh, can't. Oh, God. They've I'll had a surprise. Like a... <sighs> Insomniac always, always bulted it out. Yeah, it is Insomniac. That is true. 
It's been a while since Insomniac disappointed. And they took well, the time between releases, so it's not like this game was rushed. It's also been a while since uh, mm-hmm. Going Commando was commercially available, but I'm sure that's not up to them. What mm-hmm. the fuck is Sucker Punch up to? I don't know. Show us the trailer, Sucker Punch! Oh yeah, what was that rumor that we're going to see a bunch of um, uh, uh, Konami exclusivity mm. at uh, some upcoming Sony conference? What? That I'm we're going to see on... rem- remakes of Silent Hill, remake of um, Metal Gear Solid 3, and a remake of something else. I forget what. We knew about MGS3 like... and Silent Hill, though. I, I mean, would like really know. That has those are just rumors that hasn't been officially announced. Well, Silent Hill Two is like announced and you, it's Bluebird. Oh, Silent, so Silent Hill was, but but yeah. um, Metal Gear, not for Metal Gear. As far as we know, they're just re-recording the song. Yeah, possible. But yeah, again, we've had this conversation, but I'd much rather a Metal Gear Solid Five remake. That's so. I will recent, play. Though. I will play three again. It's not that recent, Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like at least. It was like 2015. Oh, yeah, I forget. Early, Time was no, fast. it was like 2013, man. 2012-ish, maybe five. even. Initial release date, September 1, 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah, but um, MGS3 was a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah, but again, it's been eight years. It's been like ten years. That's reasonable to give us this game with, you know, hot, sexy, I, modern graphics. I can still hear the title screen. <laughs> well, I, can, I can hear the title screen of Snake Eater. <laughs> I'll play that again, hundred percent. I'll play it again. Uh, I don't know that I'd play three again. I'd play four again, honestly, if they did it. Subsistence with the free free roving camera. Mwah. Yeah, maybe it'd have to look incredibly good. I'd have to be like turned on by the graphics. Four had the X-ray hallway, right? That wasn't three. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, four was the X-ray hallway. Wow, but Rain, mash or you die. don't suck anymore. Yeah, why do we get a remake of Metal Gear Rising? People still won't shut that. up about that game. I would it's play a that. great fucking game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It maybe is. It didn't sell, maybe it didn't sell well enough. It didn't? Clearly did. I don't know. Maybe. That game was great. Yes. Nano Machine, son. Uh, in that case, Chance, we'll let you get to whatever you're doing before Zelda comes out. Overwatch. Overwatch. I've got Bard's Tale 4 on my watch list. Yeah. I'm going to go play a little of that and... Watch some uh, gameplay first, Alex. You dropped a 20 bucks. No, I've seen I've seen what it's doing. If it you does know, that yeah, well, you know exactly what you're getting into. It's it's it's, it's Dungeon Crawler. And it's if it's not a good a looker, one with a good a story, mm, that'll, that'll be real nice in the deck. It's a good story about racial relations. It's It's got funny parts. It's got... The music is good. I don't know. I mean, I can see the combat becoming a little grinding on it because of how careful you have to be with every encounter, but you kind of like that thing, so we'll see. We'll see. All right. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye-bye.